Good morning. This is Bo Matthews, and welcome to Let's Talk on News Talk 1050 KSIS. Let's Talk is a one-hour program devoted to issues and developments that are of importance to Sedalia and the surrounding communities. By committing an entire hour to a subject and many times having experts join us in studio, we will be able to delve deeper into the topic of the week and provide you with a fuller understanding of what is happening in our community. This morning's show was pre-recorded. Welcome to another edition of Let's Talk on News Talk 1050 KSIS. I'm Bo Matthews with Ron Toner and John Meehan. And we have special guests in the studio today from the Sedalia Chamber of Commerce, Deborah Anderson and Will Weibert. And I guess John's stepping up to the, or yes, John's stepping up to the microphone first this morning. Yes, we, as Bo, as you said, we've got two distinguished guests here with us this morning. And I've known these folks for a long time. Really enjoyed their presence in our community and all the things that the Chamber does. And we thought... This morning would be a great time to let the, our listeners know all about the Sedalia Area Chamber of Commerce. So uh, to start it off, uh, Will, I'm going to ask you to come to the mic and say a little bit about Will Wybert. What where, where did you come from? Well, good morning, John. Uh, yeah, Will Wybert here. Uh, I, I come here from uh, South Dakota by the way of Nebraska. Okay. So I'm originally from western Nebraska. And when I say western Nebraska, I can look at my front porch and see Wyoming. Okay. So that, that's how far west I am. Um, I've been in the newspaper business my whole life. Um, as soon as I, gr- I graduated college on a Sunday and started working for the newspaper on a Monday. Mm-hmm. So that's how. Uh, so I've been in the, the business for about 18 years now. So I'm currently the publisher of the Sedalia Democrat and the Warrensburg Star Journal. I've been here about five years. We took over in June of 2017. And so I've been publishing the newspaper ever since. Mm-hmm. So it's, 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 it's been pretty good for me. Well, since we've known each other for five years now, I guess, yep. uh, you know, I know a little bit more about you than maybe the listeners do, but tell us a little bit about your college career. Sure. I think you were state champion wrestler. I, Is that I right? was, John. In, in high school, I was a state champion wrestler. Then I did uh, do some collegiate wrestling for Shattern State College, as a uh, Division Two, okay. NCAA Division Two, out in Western Nebraska. There, mm-hmm. in college, you know, it was it's a little bit different of a, when you're a student athlete. Sure, that is pretty tough. Absolutely, uh, you know, it was uh, it was four hours a day of wrestling and about four hours a day of school. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, I still had to uh, pay for my college, yes. so I had a job as well. So it was mm-hmm. it was a very busy time of my life. Uh, was blessed enough to do some some traveling for wrestling, you know, mm-hmm. in my high school years, and uh, was a national champion mm-hmm. in uh, Greco Roman and freestyle wrestling. So absolutely, all right, fantastic. And and I personally, I know because my oldest daughter Katie was a state high school cross country champion absolutely. and went to college on a scholarship. And as parents, even as parents, we didn't know that it was going to take three and four hours a day for her to earn her scholarship, you might say. So what a huge commitment it is to, yeah, you think, well, it's going to pay for my college, but yet on the other hand, you earn that yeah, you money. Have to absolutely earn it. That's absolutely. right. Yes. Well, Will, thank you for coming to today. What got you interested in the newspaper business? Well, John, what got me interested in the newspaper business is the, you know, after college, you apparently have to grow up in life. Um, so looking in the paper and I seen that the uh, the my hometown newspaper was hiring for a salesperson, a sales manager. Uh, so I applied for that to see what really what I wanted to do in life. This was something that uh, you know maybe I'll get this job and then I'll figure out what I want to do in life. And and slowly but surely I've worked my way up from a, an inside salesperson to a, a publisher of a newspaper. Mm-hmm. The, what I like about the newspaper business is that it's it's so ever changing. 
Um, you know, you, you, you can't be stagnant in what you do. Every, you know, we, I remember when I first started, they said, well, you guys, we, we do have a new or a website, but I don't know much about it. And now, you know, I have a full-time person responsible for social media, mm-hmm. you know, so that's how the, the times have changed. And, and what I like about it is the fact that, you know, we're, we're reinventing ourselves about every other year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just, I'm blessed to be, be on the ground floor of that. I think talking about the newspaper and newspaper industry, that's a whole nother topic that we need probably to address in a future deal. But I can remember as a youth still in grade school was actually delivering the North St. Louis Community News, which was a weekly publications. And, you know, that was all part of you talked about growing up. You know, it's a matter of delivering those newspaper, being responsible for that and actually going to the door, collecting the Mm -hmm. money for that, which, you know, if you didn't collect the money, you still had to pay it into the newspaper so it was yeah well john my first boss was warren buffett of all people Uh, he he owned the omaha world herald which was the the ownership of my newspaper in western nebraska and he credits a lot of his business success to his newspaper route when he was a kid it was buy low and sell high and and collections (laughs) and customer service so absolutely yeah so that's kind of the way a lot of youth started out in their first job Mm -hmm. was delivering newspapers and of course we can't we don't have that anymore which is a little bit disappointing you know with the mail service and you know the carriers and those kind of things that's that the youth are not delivering our papers so absolutely john yeah. do they do they ch- still chisel those in stone back then? <laughs> <laughs> i did say it was a long time ago didn't i okay all right well that's uh, that's all about uh will who's with us here this morning but also in the studios is deborah andreessen deborah thank you for being with us this morning i know the chamber does so much throughout our community and taking you out of the office and getting you to come into the studio is a big deal so thank you for being here but i think our listeners want to know a little bit about Deborah Dreesen. Tell us about yourself. Okay. Well, John, I have lived here just about my whole life. Um, I graduated from Smith Cotton High School. And I married my husband when I was 18. We went to Japan for four years. Okay. Yep, we went there. My husband was in the Air Force. And then uh, we went to Minot, North Dakota for a year. And then they wanted him to re-enlist. And we decided that we wanted to come back to Sedalia. So we came back to Sedalia. And we've been here ever since. So, yep. And, and and I, you know, so that we don't want to get too far, much further sure. along, but your husband is a tremendous asset to you and to the chamber also because <laughs> he's helped out on several projects. And if I could say he's your right hand man, he is. Okay. Yep, he sure is. We appreciate his service too. So <laughs> oh, thank, thank you very you. much. Tell us about your education. And uh, you started and went to uh, Smith Cotton. Yeah. And then what? So after we got, I got married, we went to Japan We ca- and then North Dakota, we came back here. Um, I was still a stay-home mom for a little while and then once my kids all got into school I decided you know I wanted to go back to school and further my education so I attended State Fair Community College I graduated there with two associates degree one in marketing and the other one in office management so and then before I could graduate I had to do an internship and so I heard that the chamber had an internship available so at the time the executive director was Connie Smith and so I went over interviewed for it and I got the internship. So after that, everything just kind of fell into place and I started working there full time. So that's great. And that's uh, that's kind of like growing uh, from below. I mean, you just did everything in the right fashion. And that's what made you or making you the tremendous asset you are to the chamber because you I appreciate that you, you came in at the ground floor and, yes. and you worked up to this. And so what a tremendous job you're yep. doing. So tell us a little bit about the chamber or maybe sure. uh, for our listeners would know how long it's been around 
around and how many members and those kind of things. Sure, yeah. So the chamber actually started in 1918. It adopted its official bylaws, and the members went to work immediately on behalf of the city. In the 1920s, the chamber began planning for two highways that would intersect the Sedalia Great Lakes to the Gulf Highway, which is now 65, and the Capitol Highway, which is now 50 Highway. Mm-hmm. So um, the chamber has been around for a very long time. Um, they have been very implement within the community, always been here to support our members, our businesses, our organizations, nonprofits. Right now we have 352 members and we're growing very steadily. Last year we had 65 new members, so we're really excited. Deborah, I know one thing that uh, you and, and Will as the president for, I guess in your second started, you just started your second year as president here, Will, but you have constantly uh, let the membership know over the years that the chamber is something that you can be involved with as much or as little as you want to or have time for, but the more you're involved, the more benefits you get out of the chamber. And that's, uh, you know, could be something as simple as attending or chamber breakfasts every, which is the second Wednesday of every month. Second Thursday. I'm sorry, second (laughs) Thursday of every month. And it's just really a networking and getting to know, you know, maybe your competitors, your associates, uh, you know, the people throughout their community. So it's really a connecting piece here for us. Mm -hmm. And absolutely. And one thing about that too, John, is the fact is that a lot of chamber members like to do business with chamber members. Uh, so when we're at our breakfast, it's a great way to, to network. Ribbon cuttings are another great thing. But, you know, when I'm when I'm doing business in this town, one thing that I do check on is to make sure, one, that they are a, a chamber member. Because, you know, the, as you mentioned as well, is that, you, you know, the more you put into your chamber membership, the more you do get out of your chamber membership. You know, I've, I've noticed every month, of course, in the uh, Sedalia Democrat, there is the chamber page, I call it, that pretty much gives a synopsis of what's happened that last month, what the ribbon cuttings have been, new members, uh, and various other information. And I always find it interesting with the new members is that some of them are absolutely new businesses, but a number of them aren't. In fact, some have been here for for quite a while. So is there a, is there a real solicitation? Well, that was a tough word for me this morning. <laughs> to reach out to those who've maybe fallen off the rolls and to get them back. Is, is that one of your responsibilities, Deb? So, um, so what we do is we definitely reach out to our community. And so our board members are very active. They're very active in helping us. So is our ambassadors to get new members. Because we have a referral program. If you bring in a chamber member, then you can get $50 potentially. But if two people brought in a new member that month, they would split the 50. So we have a little referral program that we have set up. But honestly, I think, you know, some of those businesses that have been around for a long time, I would like to think and believe also, too, that they are seeing the benefits of joining the chamber. They're seeing how we're out in the community, how we're promoting those businesses, and they just want to be a part of that. Um, A lot of them have come to us and said, hey, you know, we, we've been seeing what you guys have been doing on social media, and, and you, know, you guys are really active, and we want to be a part of that. And so that is one thing that helps us get those maybe seasoned community businesses that have been here for a while. But the new businesses, they're excited to be in the community, and they just want to get their names out there, and they want, you know, people to shop with them. How does one become a member, and is there criteria? And I think there's a sliding scale for membership fees and those kind of things. Can you address 
address that just a little bit. Sure, sure. So we have a membership that starts, we have, we just started about, oh, I'd say probably four or five years ago. We had a lot of businesses that were home-based businesses. We had those that were like Mary Kay or Avon or, or different businesses like that, but they wanted to be part of the chamber, but they didn't want to have to pay the minimum fee of $325 a year fee. And so we decided to go ahead and let's do a home-based business. And so that fee is $200. And um, so it, if you're a home-based business, your membership fees are $200. It goes up from there. There's entrepreneur, corporate, champion, and cornerstone. Um, a lot of our larger businesses are those cornerstones. And of course, uh, that sliding scale, the bigger the business is, the little bit higher fee there is associated with that. Sure. And, and of course, um, you know, I have the, the honor or privilege of being on, being a chamber member, and I'm just an individual. So mm-hmm. an individual can also be a member of the chamber and, yes. you know, come to the functions and stay involved and help out when mm-hmm. it, when it's needed. Yes, definitely. We do have a membership for individuals, and it's 150 for the year. And I always, whenever we get those new businesses that are in from Sedalia that are brand new and they're just starting out, they're so excited. They want to be part of the chamber, but they tell me, they're like, oh, you know, I can't afford that $325 right now. And so I'm like, okay, how about we break the payments up for you? So we'll start it, you know, we'll, I'll see if they can do, break it up into four monthly payments. And if that's still too much for them, we'll even go to six months breaking that up for them just so that they can still be part of the chamber and they can still get all the benefits that we have to offer our other members. Deborah, I have a question for you with the COVID when it did hit, you know, a lot of businesses were just trying to figure out how they were going to make it. And maybe we're trying to figure in with their budget. Can we afford the membership fee? So what happened to those? What happened with the chamber at that time? Sure. So what we did is we did have a lot of members that called in and, you know, just told us their concerns. We don't know if our doors are still going to be open and we want to be part of the chamber. We just cannot afford to pay our membership. And so what we did is we just told everybody, let's just pause everybody's membership until we can see where this is going to go. And then also, you know, it was just a way for us to continue to be that support for our members. Well, it not only affected businesses around, but it affected you at the chamber itself to where you had to make a few changes until things got back on track. Yes. Um, unfortunately, we did have to lay off the office manager at that time just for a little bit because we wanted to be able to make sure that we had that cash flow coming in and we could take care of our responsibilities on our end. Too. So on on the aspect of businesses now back up and, and getting things rolling again, are you seeing them back? pretty much right where they were oh yes oh yeah okay and then even i'd say probably it was about five months that we paused that we started seeing all those membership dollars start coming back in after that at this point we're going to take a break and we'll be back in a few minutes with our second segment of let's talk on news talk 1050 ksis Welcome back to our second segment of Let's Talk on News Talk 1050 KSIS. I'm Bo Matthews with Ron Toner and John Meehan. We have in the studio with us from the Sedalia Chamber of Commerce, Will Weibert and Deborah Andreessen. And Deborah, we were talking a little bit about COVID, how it affected the members, uh, the end of, or I, I guess it, during a period of time when, when maybe they could not afford and you put a freeze on the monthly dues. How has it affected Sedalia, I guess I should say per se, with COVID? What happened? 
happened? What did you see? What what has become since then? Sure. So so just so that some of the things that we tried to help with our community, John had brought an idea to us about a takeout challenge, which was businesses would buy gift cards and then we would do like um, a drawing on Facebook. So if you went to a restaurant, you bought food, you would show us, take a picture with your receipt and put it on Facebook and then we would do a, a drawing on that. That seemed to really encourage and uplift those restaurants that were really struggling because you know that they had to shut their doors and they could only have people come through the drive-thrus. And some of those restaurants actually had to close down completely just because they didn't have the manpower to make those deliveries and things like that. Another thing that we did that we wanted to show our support to the nurses within our community. And so, you know, asked the community if they would like to help us and provide gift cards to the nurses. So we did like these little gift bags for the nurses. We did some at Bothwell, Four Seasons. We also did some at the Pettis County Community Health Center. So just and then urgent care, urgent care. Urgent yes. Care, yes. AFC. Yeah, AFC. And so, you know, we did provide their nurses with little gift cards and, and little packages for them just to show them that we do support them because they were working long hours and very stressful. This was all new to everybody. And, and you know, um, it was a scary time for everyone because we didn't know what this was all about. Of course, we always encouraged our, you know, our local communities here in Sedalia and Pettis County to shop local and support our local businesses. You know, those mom and pop businesses that just need that extra help because, you know, they didn't know if their doors were going to stay open or closed. So we did, you know, definitely always encourage them. And we still encourage people to shop local. Will, have you got something you want to chime in there with? I saw you kept looking at me there. No. I was just agreeing with her. You know, it was it was a tough time for our community. Uh, however, the thing about the Sedalia community that I've noticed is the fact that we, we do rally around each other. Uh, so this was an opportunity for us to just to be hyper local on everything that we did. Uh, businesses were helping businesses. People were helping helping the businesses. And it was just it was just a great thing to see on our Facebook page when we were, we were doing that takeout challenge. Boy, everybody in this community was participating in that in that. And it's just bright spirits like that go along way to you know get everybody kind of out of that mindset that all gloom and doom and, and and good things are around the corner well deborah didn't you say too we were talking off mic that some of the chambers in in different smaller towns i would imagine maybe mm-hmm. some a little bit larger too unfortunately they just stopped yeah. from, from when when covid stopped a lot of businesses mm-hmm. from doing what they were doing and when the cha- their chambers closed down basically mm-hmm. for a temporary uh, portion of time they never came back no they sure didn't and that's one thing i can definitely say about our community is they are so supportive of the chamber and you know we could not do what we do without our members and the support of the community they help us so much just to be able to say that we got to keep our doors open is huge Ron and John, if you want to go ahead and chime in, I'll let you go ahead and be a part of the Bo Show here if you want to go ahead. (laughs) Hey, we always like listening to Bo. You know, Mr. Radio himself right here. Uh, Deborah, first of all, your office location is at the depot on 3rd Street. What a fantastic facility that this uh, is a a beacon for all of today in Pettis County where you're located. And that's on the second floor. And I I imagine that you get uh, phone calls from 
from folks that are interested in moving here or thinking about a business here. And, and so a lot of that promoting Sedalia and Pettis County is done right at the Sedalia Chamber that probably a normal listener would not be aware of those things. Sure, yeah, definitely. We get all kinds of phone calls all the time from people or even emails just at saying, you know, we're interested in moving to Sedalia. Can you send us some information? Mm-hmm. So we have welcome packets that we send out. We also send those welcome packets out to Whiteman Air Force Base to the newcomers. We do about 60 bags a month. So it's just great information about our community and our members. Um, and, and in those mm-hmm. welcome bags, you actually encourage local chamber members, businesses, to put something in those bags, whether it be as simple as an ink pen with mm-hmm. the name of the business on it or a notepad or something. And, and that just kind of makes those newcomers feel, you know, hey, Sedalia wants to be a part of your life. Yes, definitely. Some of them will even give us like koozies. I know uh, Bryant Motors, he always gives us those koozies. Yes. People seem to like those, you know. Sure. Um, you know, sometimes they'll just give us business cards or flyers about their business. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, a lot of those you brought up, uh, Whiteman Air Force Base. Yes. And a lot of those new folks coming in there or new recruits, mm-hmm. there might be their first time away from home. Yes. And uh, you reach out to them as a chamber mm-hmm. and as an organization to Whiteman Air Force Base. Tell us about your partnership with that organization. Sure. So um, Sedalia is, we're a part of the base community council, which yes. is BCC. So we have three representations from Sedalia that sit on that board. Um, it's myself, Carl Kramer, and then also Daniel, and he's brand new at State Fair Community College, and I know I'm going to butcher his name, but it's Avego, I think is how okay. he pronounces yes. it. But he is the VA rep over there, and he is also our new military affairs chair. And so that is the representation that we have that supports Sedalia, that we go and we tell about Sedalia to the base community council. But we also have our military affairs committee. And what we do there is our sister squadron is the 509th Security Forces. And so um, a lot of times people will see um, when we get close to Christmas, we'll ask, you know, would you like to make a donation, maybe individually pack nuts or cookies or whatever you would like to put in those stockings? Because we did, we did um, 152 this past year. And it's for the airmen that are in the dorms. That's the first time maybe ever being away from home. There you go. And, you know, they, they get something and they see that our community loves and supports them. We also provide snacks for them. So the colonel out there, he and the first shirt, they're like, yeah, we really like it when you guys provide snacks because then the airmen come to our office and we get to interact with them. And it's not just a, hey, hire you in the hall. They actually come in and say, hey, do you got any snacks? And they said, that's just a great way for them to, you know, talk with them and interact with them and and um, they said that they've seen a difference in morale in their airmen sure so and then you know of course we do the holiday feast which is um, we do that around November about the middle November, November isn't it yeah and so we do ask a lot of our you know members and community organizations if they would like to help with that because we did 620 mills wow yes mm-hmm. so it's a lot um, Tyson Foods donated some funding for that so we bought all the turkeys we had to buy 20 turkeys <laughs> So my car was loaded down. It was like, I was like, oh, my gosh, I didn't realize how much weight that was from 20 turkeys. So I do um, hope that Will wasn't in charge of cooking all of that now. No, I was in charge of eating the turkey. Eating the turkey. Well, again, you know, the, the reason that, you know, of course, the, these airmen are, you know, sometimes are, you know, away from home for the first time. But financial implications for Sedalia with that Air Force Base is, is huge for our businesses here in Sedalia. Sure. So when we want, we want these people from Whiteman to come 
come to Sedalia to to shop our stores, to you know, to go to our grocery store, to uh, you know, to eat our food here in, in this town. So you know, we not only do you know, it, it's it's tough for them to be by themselves, but we also encourage them to drive here to Sedalia and and use our you know economic stimulus here. You know, John, something just to throw in too, as being a veteran from over at Whiteman, I was lucky enough to be from the area, so I knew people here, had family here. But like you say, for the ones that get there for the first time, and what you get paid as an airman when you go on base. Back in my day when I first started in 1978, I think it was just right at around $400 a month. Of course, back then, you know, that was about the normal for a weekly wage for just a little over minimum wage, basically. But these guys don't make a whole lot of money. And like you say, first time away from home, Mm -hmm. it can make a big impact when you do something like that. You know, and when they're done too, John uh, and Bo, uh, the idea is we want them to stay in our community. You know, they they will have a choice anywhere in the world to to go to, and we, we want them to stay in our community here in Sedalia. And those who are in the uh, Air Force uh, as a career, they might go station someplace else and then station someplace else, but they still remember Sedalia Pettis County and the things that the Chamber has done to reach out to them. And this is a great community to retire in. So when they've finished their career, I think, and, and I've heard those success stories of those who, why, why did you come Why did you come to Sedalia? Well, because I was stationed at Whiteman Air Force Base, and we really love the area. We like to fish. We like to, you know, we like to hunt. We like the rural life. We with a little city activity to it. So, you know, what a so reaching out to those at Whiteman Air Force Base is a tremendous challenge, but yet a tremendous thing for our community. Both you're planting the seeds and for now and then of course down the road too. Yes, definitely. And just ha- letting them know that we do support them because, you know, not just the airmen that are in the dorms, but also the military personnel that have to be deployed, you know, without their families. Because we also do care packages for them, too. So, um, you know, just to let them know that, hey, someone back in Sedalia, Missouri is thinking about you and we want to give you just a little bit of a care package to let you know what we're thinking of you. To change up the discussion a little bit, uh, I recall a few weeks ago when we had uh, Jessica Craig here for Sedalia Pettis development and uh, you know one of the things that she really emphasized that day was their intent to do everything they can for existing businesses that are here to keep them it isn't just going out and trying trying to get some business uh, big business to move in such as Nucor I mean it's a great part of the business but probably of even more importance is taking care of those businesses that are here and I really get the same jive from from you guys this morning you know you're you're interested in in growth but uh, as much as anything it's taking care of what we got Absolutely, absolutely. And one thing, uh, when when you look at the analytics, how successful your chamber is. Speaking with the Missouri Board of Chambers, uh, if you have a retention rate, which means you know year after year uh, sustainability with your current members, if you're at ninety percent, you're doing a fantastic job. And I think we're about ninety four percent retention from year to year, which means to me is the fact that we are we are doing everything we can to to keep our current chamber members happy. And I can't, uh, you know, Deborah, you talked about the BC see the base community council and when the first thing that comes to my mind when when somebody says that is carl kramer and he's of course <laughs> is a past president of the of sedalia uh sedalia chamber yep. did a great job as our as a as a president but got really connected also with military and uh, not just at whiteman but almost uh countrywide and of course he's a, just been a strong supporter of those meals and the activities that go on on, on the base yes carl's great he's another one 
that um, really helps us with the Military Affairs Committee. You know, he was like, oh, you know, I hate to step down, you know, you know, as a Mac chair. He said, but, you know, we're opening up new stores. And he said, if I'm going to do something, I want to do it 100 mm-hmm. percent. And if you know Carl, that's how Carl is. Yeah. But he said he still wants to be, you know, involved as much as he possibly can. And his heartbeat, yes, mm-hmm. is military. Carl will helped us organize during the security forces has this large exercise on the base and he helped organize getting breakfast burritos and um, the little hash browns from Sonic delivered Mm -hmm. to them and I tell you what the first sergeant and the colonel said those troops their eyes light up oh wow Sedalia did this for us you know so Mm -hmm. it's it's just a great thing that we can do just something small something small like that and to our listeners uh, Carl is connected with McCarthy uh, Motors and uh, I I reflect back to your takeout challenge that you Mm -hmm. talked about earlier in the show and he was kind of the lead person who coordinated all of the Sedalia car dealers came together to provide the funds for that takeout challenge. Yes. Yep. He sure was. He sure was. He did a great job on that. We appreciate Carl. He's always been there for us. Great friend, supporter. You know, anytime I need to, you know, have a listening ear, he's always been there. So visiting with Deborah Andreessen and Will Weibert with the Sedalia Chamber of Commerce this morning on Let's Talk on News Talk 1050 KSIS. We're going to roll things up on the second segment and we'll be back with more in a moment. Back with our third and final segment of Let's Talk on News Talk 1050 KSIS with John Meehan and Ron Toner, and with us today from the Sedalia Chamber of Commerce, Deborah Andreessen and Will Weibert. John? Well, first of all, thanks for being in our studios this morning. Will, you got a newspaper to run and not just one location, but two. So thank you for taking the time out. And, and Deborah, you know, the chamber and all the great things that the chamber is doing for our community and for businesses uh, right here in our backyard. So thank you for taking the time to come in and being here with us this morning. You do some other uh, grand things uh, in our community. I know you've got some upcoming events. Talk to us a little bit about those. Okay, awesome. So the the next one that's coming up is the Whiteman Reflex ceremony that is going to be um, held on May 21st at 11 a.m. Our speaker for that event is going to be Representative Brad Pollitt. It'll be held at the Memorial Park Cemetery. Um, what that event is, is it gives us a chance to pay honor to Lieutenant Whiteman because he was the first one that was shot down in Pearl Harbor and that's why Whiteman was named after him. Him and his mother lived right across the street from Katy Park. Their house still stands there. And so, you know, we just want to pay respect to him and his extended family. We've had so far from his extended family, which is his great nieces and nephews, we have around 20 of them that are going to be attending. So it's going to be a great event to, you know, to show honor to him and his family. And at, you mentioned Katie Park. And at Katie Park is a fantastic uh, statue display uh, mm-hmm. of the two different aircraft, yes. uh, if I recall. Yeah, uh, the B-2 and I think the other one was the A-10, if I'm not mistaken okay so yeah. i mean if you even if you're a listener and you haven't been by there you really ought to take a few mm-hmm. minutes to stop by there it's at katie park the other event that we have coming up is our chamber golf tournament which is going to be on monday june 20th we still have plenty of room for teams or whole sponsorships if anyone would like more information they can call the chamber at 826-2222 and i'd be happy to get them some more information our event sponsor this year is pruitt insurance 
needs for that event. To kind of piggyback what you were saying, John, uh, we invite everybody to come out to our chamber breakfast, which is the second Thursday of every month. Usually we have between 75 to 100 people in attendance there. Just a great opportunity to network. One of my funnest things that we've done since uh, I've, I've been chamber president is our surprise squad. So once a month, we go around to different businesses and we surprise them with a dozen donuts. So we do we pick five businesses every month and we just show up and surprise them with a dozen donuts, thank them for their chamber membership, and just it's just our way of kind of giving back to say thank you for everything they do. We even did Christmas caroling in December and uh, Santa Claus even showed up to do some Christmas caroling. So if you guys just check out our Facebook page every time we do that, it's, it's, a, it's one of the funnest things that we do in, at the chamber. And then also too, just to talk a little bit about that chamber surprise, squad. Um, the donuts are sponsored mm-hmm. by McCarthy Toyota and we thank Carl for doing that. And then also too, something neat about our chamber breakfast. Um, we do have that at the Life Point Church and the Life Point Church is so gracious that they do not charge us to have the breakfast there. So what we do with the $10 that we charge for people to attend that is we split it up between two nonprofits um, that are chamber members. And so it's just a way for us to give back since someone else has given to us. We want to give back to the community also. So. You talked about the chamber, or the uh, the chamber breakfast, and you know quite often it's it, it, yes, it brings all the chamber members an opportunity to come together and network. But there's also a program, and it can be sponsored by uh, any chamber member business and that sort of thing. And one of the neat things that was brought up, uh, I know a number of years back, by a, a suggestion of Carl's, that we have the marketing minute. So someone could actually, of course, they got to be on the schedule, but if they check with you, they can come and they can tell for a minute a little bit about their business and the only thing they have to do is bring a door prize or two. So that's really neat and an opportunity for businesses but also neat for the folks that are coming because then they have a chance to win some really neat door prizes. That is a great thing that we have. If a business wanted to sponsor their breakfast it's $250 to sponsor that breakfast. They get a 15 to 20 minute presentation. It's just a great way for them to have a big audience that they can talk about their business and then also too we do a Facebook live on that so that way the community can see that if they're not able to attend and if uh, if i remember correctly from your last e-newsletter most of those slots are all filled up for this year and yes. they they go quickly mm-hmm. so if we have a business listening out there today now's the mm-hmm. time to get on for maybe next year yes we've already got three businesses signed up for next year okay. so they are filling up and they fill up pretty quickly yeah and so besides all the things i think we've covered a lot of things that you, the purpose of the chamber and what you're doing now. Uh, what do you see in the horizon? What's uh, What can the local folks uh, look forward to with the chamber in years to come? Well, good question. Uh, the goal is to move to the 21st century. Um, we have rolled out a new app on your phone. So Sedalia Area Chamber of Commerce app. It's a great program. Uh, get notifications on everything that's happening chamber-wise in the area. And also the goal is to be more more digitally savvy. Uh, we've been doing a lot of video commercials, video uh, photography, and things like that. Best Take Media has been doing a lot of our videos for us, and they are an amazing company to work with. Very professional. They'll come in. 
they'll video our like any of our events that we have upcoming and they do an amazing job on that so we really appreciate them helping us with that um, another thing I was wanting to touch on was the chamber app that Will had mentioned it's amazing that if you're new to Sedalia or if maybe you're you're just a resident of Sedalia you've been here for a long time it's great because you can click on our list of our members and it will take you to their website it'll give you directions their phone number anything that you need so it's just a great way for us to promote our members and there's no cost for them to have that it's just like on our website one thing i want to bring up because unfortunately last year i couldn't be a part of it but uh the sedalia christmas parade so many people were so happy to see that come back after unfortunately it not happening of course we do have years because of weather and everything it can cause some problems sometimes but that was such a delight for people to be able to get back down on the streets of sedalia and uh experience it again yes we had an amazing christmas parade last year and that all took flourishing when i had a meeting with uh, mayor katie and um, kelvin shaw i always go in every year and just sit down with them and just see how the chamber's doing if there's anything that we can improve on or anything good things or maybe negative things that they've heard um and we were sitting down and mayor katie's like have you ever thought about having the christmas parade at nighttime and i was like well you know no i haven't he's like why don't we try that this year i'm like hey let's try it and see and so that's kind of where that all took place at and so everybody loves it so we're going to continue to do that people really put a lot of work into their floats lighting them up or even their vehicles i mean it's just it's just amazing it's like magical it almost looks like something out of a hallmark movie well if you just joined our show we have the opportunity and a privilege to have deborah andreessen from the today area chamber of commerce in our studios this morning and will weibert uh, who is the president of the chamber and also the publisher of the today democrat you know i've We've talked about this before, but one thing just came to my mind about the chamber breakfast. And what, the neatest thing that I like to, number one, I like to just see people and talk to them. And that, so that's a good networking piece if you're in business. Uh, and the programs are always good, so you'll learn something about a local business in, uh, in our community. Uh, but another important piece of that is toward the end of the program, we have reports from all areas of our community. The mayor will normally say what's going on uh, in the city and the county and 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 so we get to hear firsthand information usually before it has reached will's newspaper (laughs) you know and 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 that's uh, that keeps you informed and and knowing what's going on throughout our community yes we sure do we have um someone from the college someone from the school district um we have a representative from congresswoman vicki hartzler's office it's just a great way as john mentioned to get those reports those updates of what's happening in the community sometimes it's hard to know exactly what everyone's doing because there's so many different organizations and so much stuff is going on in Sedalia so it's nice to have everybody kind of together so we can hear what's going on and you can get your calendar out and write down some dates so well I like to call it good news Sedalia so when I go around the room and just invite people to talk there's always something going on if so if 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 you're bored on a weekend means you're trying to be bored there there this community has so much stuff going on and good things going on. Uh, we could probably take an hour to, to let everybody talk. We, we try to minimize it to about a minute apiece, but you know, there's just so many things that are happening around our community that it's, it's just a great opportunity to hear all that. Deborah, earlier in the show, I, I told everyone that uh, where your office is at the beautiful uh, depot on 3rd Street, mm-hmm. give us a little bit more contact information. You know, if they have, uh, our listeners might have a question, uh, how about the phone number, email sure. address, or just Google 
today, Chamber, or tell us how they would reach out to you. Yeah, so if they ever just have any questions about membership, they can contact me, um, you know, at 826-2222, or they can just stop by the office. We're down at the KD Depot at 600 East 3rd Street. We'd love to sit down and visit with you if you have any questions about membership or just seeing what we can do to help your business. And that's one thing, too, with the chamber being there. While you're there, you can visit the Katy Depot if you've never been down there and, and do a little tour there also. Yes, um, it is definitely a beautiful building. We have so many people that come in that's just coming in to talk to us about membership or they're brand new to the community, getting ready to start a business. They're like, oh, my gosh, this building is amazing. It's so beautiful. And so we always encourage them to go downstairs, look at the shop, and then go back to the little museum that they have there in the back just so they can get all the history on the building now will you said something we can't exactly say what it is but there was something we were talking off uh, mike that you said there is going to be something special coming up yeah stay tuned uh in 2023 <laughs> uh we have an event coming to town uh it's going to be uh something that's never happened here before okay. uh it'll be one of the biggest things the chamber has has ever done so will we're it be something that people will recognize right absolutely off? absolutely if you're a listener that's just joined us this morning uh, we have the privilege of having uh, deborah Andreessen with the sedalia chamber and will weibert who is of course the president of the uh, of the chamber currently and also a publisher of the sedalia democrat uh Deborah, you have one organization, a committee, you might say, within the Sedalia Chamber is all about connecting with and leading young professionals. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes. Um, so the young professionals, after COVID hit, you know, they wasn't able to have all their events and then life happened and it kind of went to the side a little bit just because it was a hard time for everybody. So what I have done is I've kind of taken that back under the chamber's wing and we're refocusing that. And so what we're doing is, is we're having the young professionals meet on the fourth Tuesday every month at noon at the KD Depot. But what we're doing that it's differently is we're having someone within the community come and bring a topic to them about professional growth. So whether it's promoting mental health, making sure that you're taking care of yourself, or whether it's about finances, anything like that to help them um, grow as a professional. The neat thing that I've seen over the years is those folks who were involved with the Today Young Professionals. A, a part of the Sedalia Chamber, mm-hmm. and now many years later, they are actually leaders in our community. Yes, they are. So what a tremendous, uh, you might say, a kickoff kind mm-hmm. of a career situation. But you got some other things going on, too. Yeah, but before I move on to that, I just want to let you guys know, too, that um, the committee met, and we have a new board for the young professionals. And so they wanted to extend the age from 18 to 40. And the reason why they wanted it to be 18 is because you have college students that are, you know, at State Fair Community College, and they are looking to get plugged in into the community. And, you know, because sometimes those um, college students that are just coming to the college were involved with so many different, you know, activities at the school. And so they're wanting to make sure that they get them plugged in. And then that way they can, you know, maybe get a job at a local business here and just help them grow 
as a professional. Excellent. Excellent. Yes. So, yep. So, but the other thing I wanted to talk about real quick, our lead Sedalia. Um, it used to be called Leadership Sedalia. We took two years break from that because we wanted to really revamp that program and give it something that the students would um, glean from and then the employers would find it being um, something that was worthwhile their money. I guess you could say that it would help their employees. And so our chair of that is Lauren Till Payne. She's with the Bothwell Foundation. She's on our chamber board. And so she took that on and she did an amazing job. I mean, she really ran with it. She contacted uh, State Fair Community College and they got us in contact with Chad Carden with the Carden Group. We have um, a leadership portion in the morning from 8.30 to noon and then we'll go around to different businesses and organizations within the community. But he has brought so much to that leadership portion, talking about things that you can actually use in your everyday life of being a, you know, a leader. But yeah, it's, it's just been a great program. That's all the time we have this morning. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk. Join Ron Tolner, John Meehan, and myself, Bo Matthews, every Saturday at 10 a.m. right here on News Talk 1050 KSIS.